Hi, and welcome to the podcast from Knox Presbyterian Church in McDonald's Corners, Ontario. Knox is part of a three-church charge between Elfin, Snow Road, and McDonald's Corners. Each Sunday, there's a 9.30 a.m. service in Elfin or Snow Road, and then again at Knox in McDonald's Corners. If you are able to join us next week, we'd love to see you at one of our services. If not, we hope this reaches you wherever you are. This audio recording is from the 11 a.m. service with Pastor Philip Roblard. For more information, please contact us on our Facebook page. Good morning, everybody, and good to see all of you here. Um, I trust that uh, you're going to, you're looking forward to a meal, or maybe you've already had your meal. I don't know that, but um, we are grateful that each one has joined us today, and I trust right from the beginning that Thanksgiving will be a highlight of your year because let's face it, we've had a pretty strange one so far since, uh, since about the early part of April. And so folks, we, uh, we empathize, I empathize, I certainly pray for each one of you each day so that God will keep you and sustain you during this time. Uh, we have Michelle has had a birthday and so has uh, uh, Tom Duncan. Uh, he had a birthday this past week, and we wish him a very happy birthday. Um, and so as we, uh, as we think of people, uh, let's also make sure that we think of those that do not have much during this season of the year. We have so much to be grateful for in terms of the land that we live in, the beauty of it. Right now, I'm looking over the Gatineau Hills. It's all colored. It's absolutely exquisite. And... Um, so we give God thanks for his generosity and kindness. And speaking of that, we're going to begin with the call to worship. And of course, it's a Thanksgiving Psalm, Psalm 100. And it's from the message. And let's read it together. So we start off on your feet now. Applaud God. Bring a gift of laughter. Sing yourself into his presence. Know this. God is God. He made us. We didn't make him. We are his people his well-tended sheep. Enter his presence with the password, thank you. Thank, thank him, worship him. God, God is sheer beauty. In love, he is loyal, loyal always and forever. And we can add on in. Our gathering song is gonna be led by Joel. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Because he's given 
Jesus Christ, His Son, and now let the weak say I am strong, let the poor say I am rich, because of what the Lord has done for us. And now let the weak say I am strong, let the poor say I am rich, because of what the Lord has done for us. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks unto the Holy One. Give thanks because He's given Jesus Christ His Son. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give to the Holy One, give thanks, because He's given Jesus Christ, His Son. And now, let the weak say, I am strong, let the poor say, Joel so much. I love that, that piece. I often find myself singing it when I'm working around the yard. And uh, thank you, Joel, for leading so well. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you during this time of the year especially, but every day for all of the blessings that you outpour. And Lord, may we always be reminded as we're going to be in this service to remember who supplied all the things that we enjoy today here in, in Lanark and area. We ask you, Lord, to continue to make us, in, in, uh, encourage us. Uh, may your Holy Spirit give us a thankful heart, especially at this time of the year. Through Christ our Lord, who taught us to pray, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debt as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, 
the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Well, I'm going to share being like a pumpkin. A woman was asked by a co-worker, what's it like to be a Christian? And so she responded, well, it's, it's kind of like being a pumpkin. God picks you up from the patch, brings you in, washes all the dirt off of you, cuts off the top, scoops out all the yucky stuff. He removes the seeds of doubt and hate and greed, then carves out a brand new smile, puts a light inside of you, and that light is there for all to see. And you know, that's exactly what, uh, what God has done with us. He's given us the smile that we have in these days that are troublesome. Um, and so I thank God for his presence today. Uh, Elaine, I'm going to have to grab my phone. Elaine sent me a wonderful, or sent all of us, a wonderful thought for the day. And, uh, and it's, it's extremely good, uh, I think, anyway. Um, and, and it simply is uh, a, a poem, thank God. And in the midst of turmoil, and we might add COVID-19, in the hours of trial, in the midst of our circumstances, you can thank God. Thank him for his son. Thank him for his forgiveness. Thank him for overlooking our weaknesses. Thank him for the promise of eternal life. Thank God for the opportunity to be a blessing to others. And certainly that's been evident in Lanark County amongst our people. To be a friend to the friendless, to encourage those who've lost hope and to cheer up those who are discouraged. You are the one that makes a difference and you can be a blessing to someone today. Be thankful. Very well uh, said, Elaine, and thank you for putting that into your, um, your email uh, that for this weekend. Um, I want to pray for our children, that, that God would give them continued protection and their teachers and their parents and grandparents, because everyone's at risk. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you, Lord, for your goodness to us. We thank you, Lord, for the blessings that you poured out on us. And may we never forget that you are the one who supplied them. You are the one who gave us so much to enjoy here in, in Ontario and especially in Lanark County and Carleton County and the areas around Ottawa. We give you thanks for all that you've done. We ask now that your Holy Spirit would keep your hand of protection upon our children and teachers, Lord, I pray that, that when all odds are defied, we will remember that it was you who sustained us. It is you that protected us. And may we follow the directives of our government in order that this might pass someday soon. Through Christ our Lord, we pray it. Amen. We've got a prayer here that uh, is on your uh, bulletin's also on the screen um, to, uh, to state before we go into the service and, uh, over the message. And it's simply a, a very simple one. Lord, 
Thank you for all the reasons we have to offer our thanksgiving. We pray that you would help us to remember to offer our thanksgiving to you. In Christ we pray. Amen. Well, I didn't have anybody read today, and there was a really simple reason. I want to shorten the reading because it, it's pretty long, but that's the one that was suggested uh, for, our, for this weekend. Kind of a strange passage, really. <laughs> Philip, you missed uh, the special music. I thought we were doing that at the end. No, there's some right now. Oh. I don't have that in. Okay, well. It's on the bulletin. Okay. I have uh, the one before. Sorry, I could probably follow my phone better. I would uh, then see it uh, up to date. Um, go ahead. Okay. Thank you, Alicia and Linda, for that piece. I, it was a, just a medley of uh, Thanksgiving pieces, and it was well done. I didn't realize that Alicia was there as well, and I should have uh, updated my copy of the uh, of the bulletin. So thank you very much for reminding me, Lane. I appreciate it. Well, this morning, I, I just want to read a little bit of scripture, and then we'll get to the message and be done. Uh, I'm only going to read um, the first part and the last part. So be careful to obey all the commands I'm giving you today. This was just before the children of Israel were to make their way 
into um, the, uh, the promised land. Then you will live and multiply uh, and prosper and enter the land the Lord swore to give to your ancestors. Remember how the Lord your God led you through the wilderness these 40 years, humbling you, testing you to prove your character and to find out whether or not you'd listen to the commands. Yes, God humbled you by letting you go hungry and then feeding you with manna, a food that you, for you and your ancestors. He did it to teach you that people do not live by bread alone. Rather, we live by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. And for all those 40 years, your clothes didn't wear out and your feet did not swell. Think of that now. Just as a parent disciplines a child, the Lord your God disciplines you for your own development and good. And then I'm going down to, um, uh, and then one other part. So it's paramount that you keep the commands of the Lord your God. And at the end of the chapter, he said, if you start thinking to yourselves, I did all this, and by my and and all by myself, the riches, it's all mine. Well, think again. Remember that God, your God, gave you the strength to produce all the wealth and all that you have, and to confirm the covenant that He promised to your ancestors, as it is today. If you forget. Forget God, your God, and start taking up with other gods, serving and worshiping them. I'm on record right now to say as, as giving you firm warning, that will be the end of us. I mean it, destruction. And so, you know, I, I read that path, that whole chapter and also in its context. Uh, God is looking to speak to the children of Israel. And he's really giving them some direction as to how they're to live their lives from now on. You know, as a society, we've diverted from some of the things that God has given us to do. And I want to leave you with four simple thoughts. They're, they really are simple. Uh, I know this, this season is a, a time of Thanksgiving and feasting and being with family, although even that's kind of hard uh, today. But uh, I remember hearing someone say, if God had meant for us to fast on Thanksgiving, he would never have created the 30 pound turkey. Irma Baumbeck once said, the most remarkable thing about her mother was for 30 years she served the family leftovers. The original meal has never been found after Thanksgiving. And it will feel that way for us. I I've heard so many good stories over the years of people during the Thanksgiving season, but one, none better than this one. John Palmer, who's a pastor, tells that his first Thanksgiving he and his new bride had together, he was still in seminary. They didn't have much, they're both working part-time and they didn't feel they'd have any traditional Thanksgiving this year. But Palmer heard a radio ad, test drive a new Buick and you'll receive a free turkey for Thanksgiving. Well, the Palmers drove right down to the dealership that was offering this and um, 
And uh, so anyways, they spent time kicking tires and discussing payments. And, and he said to the salesman, well, we're going to have to go home and discuss it, as most of us would. Just before they left, the young man turned to the salesman. He said, what about the turkey that was mentioned on the commercial? And the spokesman's eye twinkled. And he motioned for them to follow him, went back to the back of the dealership. And there was a pen with about 10 turkeys in it. They were all a good size. He said, if you can catch one, it's yours. <laughs> and so anyways, um, that's exactly what he did. He caught one and uh, we won't deal too heavily on this, but he slaughtered it uh, with an ax that he found uh, just outside the door. And they had that turkey that uh, weekend because of a, an ad that, that, the, that uh, a, a dealership had put on. Well, that's creative, it really is. And, uh, but I wanna leave you with four thoughts, here they are. I think that we, uh, this season makes me think that Thanksgiving is a response that must become contagious for all of us. It's a response that must become contagious within each one of us. And that sometimes during, especially times like this season of COVID-19, it will be beaten, but it's going to take some time. And, uh, you know, we're separated from our loved ones. I was going to go visit my oldest sister, uh, but can't now. Um, she's 83 years old and she's in a home in Canada. And I think of her often. Um, she's very positive considering all she's going through. She kind of laughs about it. But the fact remains that it's tough to feel a contagion of Thanksgiving when many of our loved ones are separated from us. And so this morning, I want us to think about that. I think it needs to be something like this virus that seems to become so contagious. Uh, I saw a comic the other day. It was High and Lois. You've probably seen their comics. The son asks, as they sit down to eat, why do we have turkey on Thanksgiving? And Lois responds, well, it's a tradition. The son said, what is a tradition? And the brother pipes up. He's an older brother. Something we've been doing for so long, we can't remember why. And you know, that struck me. Uh, we had a service in our church. Actually, it wasn't a service. Well, it was a service, but it was also a meal that we offered to the whole community. Of um, We lived in a high levels of, uh, of halfway homes, halfway houses. And so uh, they were all there and with, their, uh, with uh, security and all. And, uh, and uh, there must have been, I'm going to guess, but I would say uh, probably 30 people we fed. And it was a wonderful dinner. It was put up by one of the people who was quite good at, uh, well, actually, he'd been a chef. And his wife and him, she was a, an elder in our church. And they put on this wonderful meal. And so after I was, we were done the meal, I asked everyone to expect, express what they were thankful for. And one particular comment stood out and it was this, I'm thankful that I can be thankful. I'm thankful that I can be thankful. And that was so healthy for me. As I think of some of these people that were around those tables, some of them, you know, had come off drugs. Some of them 
just experiencing a, a renewal within their own body after years of abuse. But there was one person who said, I'm thankful that I can be thankful. At an early age, you know, I was taught to be thankful. And so I pray that it becomes contagious as a result of this message. The second thing I want to leave you with is when we're thankful, we're aware of our debts. When we're thankful, we're aware of our debts. I'm talking about our debt to soldiers and farmers and factory workers and coal workers and all kinds of other people who are the frontline workers, the teachers that are going have gone back to school to work with kids, always aware that and always telling themselves that it couldn't be possible they could get it. I'm ne I'll never forget talking to someone who was a much older person than me, who had worked hard all their lives with not much to show for it. But they said to me, we have a dream though, that our children will live better than we did. And you know, that's exactly what we need to keep in mind. Our, I know our children are living much better than, than my parents did. And uh, I thank God for them. And that God has chosen to bless us as a people of God. The story is told of the day Mort Myerson became president of the largest corporation in Texas. And of course, Mort's 95-year-old grandfather was there at the big day. And Mort's grandfather was forced to flee Russia because he happened to be Jewish. It was during a time where literally millions of people in Russia were, were put to death or put into camps under Stalin. And uh, so he escaped. And for 18 months, he lived in an attic working as a tailor uh, to get enough money to go to Texas because he had a friend there. Mort's father was there at this big shindig to cheer on his son. Well, after the festivities, the grandpa came towards his grandson and hugged Mort and tears flowing from his eyes. He said, son, through you, I have seen all my dreams fulfilled as a young man coming to North America. Well, that is exactly what we need to keep in mind. We need to be thankful and be aware of the debt that we now have to make sure that others have all they want. The third thing I want to leave with you is that we, when we give thanks, we realize we have responsibilities. There's an old Amish saying, which goes something like this. We didn't inherit this land from our fathers. We are borrowing it from our children. And I thought that was an appropriate statement. Champlain, as he mapped out Upper and Lower Canada, he, could, he couldn't get over the splendor, the majesty, as he portaged across river after river and lake after lake. And here was his comment back to the throne in France. I have never seen so many trees and so much beauty in all my life. I'm sure he'd be impressed because Canada is one of the few countries that has many times the number of, of trees compared to the population per capita. Oh, in Canada, we're blessed. We are. 
As a matter of fact, I saw a fairly recent statistic of an environmental assessor who said we approximately now have 18 billion trees in Canada. We can read in history of the many leaders though, and I'm talking history as in hundreds of years ago, who were just really cutting down the trees and never replacing them. The cedars, you've probably heard that Solomon said, we've got to go to Lebanon and, and cut down the trees there so that we can use them for the structure of the temple. And it was on and on, it wasn't just them. Today, there's only 30 of those trees left. You realize that? Only 30 of the originals. And they are surrounded with iron fences to protect them. The fine is high. Or how about Newfoundland? You know that back in the turn of the centuries, moose, there wasn't a moose to be found in Newfoundland. They began importing moose from Quebec and Ontario. Today, they are inundated with more moose than they, many times that of the, of the population. Anyone, no one could have imagined they'd populate that quickly, but they have no real um, enemies in the food chain. But vegetation has been seriously affected by that development. Overpopulation became the problem. And you know, it could happen here in Canada. You say, oh, how could that happen? We're only 30, close to 35 million people strong. But the fact is that when the US started 200 years ago, they only had a very small population. It was way less than us. And today they have 338 million people in their country, less square footage or square mileage than we have. Well, the fact is that we need to be careful just like any other nation, the nations that were before us and make sure that we balance nature as carefully as we can. Fourth and last, thankfulness affirms our faith in God. Thankfulness affirms our faith in our living God. You know, Thanksgiving really isn't a holiday for atheists. Oh, you may be able to eat the turkey and, and when the American Thanksgiving comes around, play uh, watch football, that's true. But the bottom line is, that, um, well, I can't imagine anyone uh, really being th thankful if they don't know God, but truly being thankful for the bounty and the beauty that we're able to enjoy. You know that I uh, had the privilege, of course, of serving in the Bible Society. And one of the things I discovered is for many of the tribal languages, even in Canada, they've had to make up the word thank you or thankfulness. Many tribal languages of the world don't have any word for thank you. I, I can't even imagine that. I don't know what anybody does to substitute that, but we do. I thank God for our freedom. I thank God for the joys that we experience. I thank God that even if that freedom was taken away from us, we have an inner freedom that comes from God. Blessed be his holy name. And um, uh, I thank him that his death on the cross accomplished for each of us a freedom that's unprecedented.
Bible tells us that he or she who has the son is free indeed. So I'm thankful to be thankful today. And as we close this message, when we have caught thankfulness, and when we remember that all of the, the, the blessings we enjoy today was established by others, to those who've gone on before us, we give thanks. Let us also remember our responsibility to, to pass it on or pass it forward, as it were, to those that are coming after us. Remember that we have an opportunity to bless others in our thanksgiving. And may we embrace our faith in God even more fully because every good and perfect gift comes from the Father above of whom there is no changing. Let us pray. Gracious God, thank you for your word today. We think of all those around us who in other nations who have very little. But God, I pray that you'll supply their need and may we be part of the solution. Lord, we think of the countries that have absolutely devastated their forests and trees. Oh God, please teach them to replenish what they have taken even as we do, that God, our nation will be sustained, that other nations will learn from their past, and most of all, that we will be there to help in any way that we can. Through Christ our Lord, we pray. Amen. During this Thanksgiving time, usually when, uh, when I've been pastor in the past, I usually use Thanksgiving offering for the... Um, for the uh, uh, Presbyterians sharing. And um, you can do that, or you can just send a gift to your church. Uh, I like to do that anyway, but it's a good time to offer our thanks through a gift, whether it be to your church or whether it be to others around you. Well, we're gonna to go to the Lord in prayer for our people. And uh, I know that I've offered our, all I've already offered a prayer uh, of thanksgiving, but I'm thinking of those that need our help and our prayers. We've just heard earlier that uh, Betty Nealon's son, Michael, um, is coming along well, uh, but he still needs our prayers. And so let's continue. I think of, um, I think of, uh, of uh, Elaine's uh, grandson, uh, Lord, let's pray, continue to pray for him. He needs uh, to, they're going to up his dosage to be able to control the seizures. God is able to heal him just as he did. Uh, he's done others in our congregation. I always think of my nephew who's, or grandnephew actually, who, who had leukemia. And today he had his last test this past week and he's doing very, very well. God healed him. Let's tell it like it is. And so we pray the same thing for, for Matthew. Um, and so there are others. And as, you, as we pray, give thanks for those that you're thinking of. And then also pray that God will sustain them. Amen. Let's pray. Gracious God, we pray for all those who need your help. We ask you, Lord, that you will touch the lives of each one that needs our prayers. We think of, of uh, those within our congregation. We think of, uh, of Matthew and we think of 
of Judith, who's in hospital. We think of all of our seniors who this past week have been cut off from us again. And Lord, because, because to protect them and to protect uh, us from passing anything on. But Lord, it's so hard, especially during this Thanksgiving season where families are, want to gather together. We pray that you'd be, we'd be especially thankful that we are healthy and whole and that Lord, you would protect those that are the vulnerable. Lord, we ask for those that we know very well and we bring them before you now. We pray for uh, uh, Isabel and, and others in seniors home, Fran, those in Perth, there's quite a few of them, Donna Tizik, Lori. And we ask, Lord, that you touch every one of them. May they know that you are with them. Lord, now as we take a moment to remember those that are closest to us, we pray in Jesus' name that your spirit would touch them now as we pray. Lord, we want to especially ask that you will, in your mercy, not only hear our prayers, but answer our prayers. Hear our prayer. Now, Lord, we pray, Almighty, we pray for your goodness to us. We pause to give thanks again for all that you have done. Through Christ we pray. Amen. Now, our uh, closing hymn will be number 803. And um, uh, Linda's going to play it. And uh, come, ye thankful people, come. It's a great hymn, and uh, and I'm going to try and sing along, uh, but um, we're going to give it our best shot. And uh, thank you, Elaine, for being there to help out with the technology from uh, the Elfin Church. So let us uh, let us. Uh, Linda's going to give us an intro, and then um, come, you thankful people, come. The words are on.
Can sing one more, Linda. Uh, it's there on the screen, so I think we should sing it if you if you can hear me. you all of you for uh, for those that helped out and Alicia I I'm glad you were singing and and uh, and uh, I was uh, trying to lead and went went reasonably well so we give God thanks for that technology is an amazing thing and uh, we give thanks to uh, Joel for coordinating it all well uh, I'm going to wish you all a very blessed Thanksgiving and then you'll have time later but we're going to this time um give the benediction and it's going to be a thanksgiving benediction and so now may the grace of our lord jesus christ and the love of god and the fellowship and communion of the holy spirit be something that all of us can respond to with thanksgiving in order that we might live a fuller life in christ we pray amen the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and give you peace. Thank you for tuning into this week's service. Again, we would love to have you join us at one of our two Sunday morning services. First at 930 in either Elfin or Snow Road. We alternate week, over, week after week throughout the summer. And then in the winter, we're only in Elfin. And then again at 11 a.m. in McDonald's Corners. Feel free to reach out to us on Facebook or call us at the number in the bulletin. We hope to see, hear from you soon and we hope that this message has reached you wherever you are.